0: You ready to have a nice little chat today or what? Like now yes. that we've had some time to like let everything sink in, reflect, like sleep a little.
1: I love that this has turned into already you interviewing me about my feelings and keeping my emotions in check. <laughs> 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 oh man, how, how like I don't even, I feel very privileged to have been, I know I should have started this with congratulations and all of that stuff. But I just feel like this strange thing where we're both in quarantine and it's all quiet. And you just it's went perfect. through this spectacular journey. And yeah, um, <laughs> I well, didn't that's... mean to. Remember, I said to you, uh, like to you and um, Joe Ingalls, I went, oh God, I thought I was cooler than that. And- bloody cried but you know what it was um again this interview is supposed to be me interviewing you but I just need to tell you my perspective obviously forget about knowing you and all the history and knowing all of that that moment and you know where we were standing and there's Johnny Farnham just you're the voice belting out there's all of you guys we're in Japan and you guys won the medal and I just it was just yeah, too right. much but this is do you know what I mean? And like the goosebumps—they're back again because then they didn't stop at the time, and everyone's going nuts. But I just—it's the most surreal thing. Yeah. I, I,
0: to be yeah. honest, I had like I didn't even know that that he was playing or that song was playing,
1: no, I and I couldn't
0: like even when I try to think back, like nah that that to me, yeah, didn't didn't exist. But to know that that kind of added to what you were seeing, what you were feeling—that's gone, like. It's almost like yeah. all the senses, yeah. All, all of them. <laughs> all yeah. of them
1: at once. Um, okay, more of that in just a minute, but I just want a bit more out of quarantine. How, because is it your, the first time you've done it? No, no. No. Well, oh, okay. in, so you've in done
0: Australia, it. yes, but, oh, yeah, we've done it a few times.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so this has got to be a very, I'd imagine a different one for you.
0: Um. Well, it's different in the sense because it's what I needed. Like, I've said this before, but even if it wasn't um, COVID, lockdown, I probably would have quarantined myself anyway, just to, like, you know, what's just happened, you know, needed to just, like, get away from everything, sleep, rest, reflect, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm, like, I'm I'm really enjoying that part of, of this, just, like trying to limit all the noise, pretty much, and just try to um, soak it all up. I think.
1: Yeah, I bet, well, so I know you, you're doing a, a few interviews at the moment. Is it because you feel like, right, I'm ready to talk about it now? I've, I've I've had a bit of time. I've had, you know, maybe family time, friends, teammates, but I'm ready to talk a bit about it now. You know. Yeah. Is that how as, it
0: all is? For sure. As soon as it happened, and knowing that, you know. Um, this was going to come, you know, and, and other things at some stage, it was like, all right, this is what I want to do because I want to I be in the moment with this stuff um, and then I want to deal with the San Antonio stuff and then I want to deal with the Brooklyn stuff. So it was kind of like, let me just be in the moment here. Um, the first few days of quarantine just kind of let me have the conversation that I wanted to have with, you know, the people that I, I needed to have it with um, to be able to, you know, just have that interaction with them. And then once I had that, you know, and, and that took a few days and I was like, all right, ready to go. So we kind of, we planned it like that to start yesterday. I started meeting yesterday and it was like, all right, now that that's happened, now I can um, now I can do, do this. But I, I'd like, I needed that time with them, you know, I needed to have those conversations.
1: Mm. Um, I know you're such a big name, but I know you're also very private as well. You, you've, you've shared that video of, of your, your family, your, your parents and your wife, which I imagine that's pretty much, okay, I know you do a lot of things for your country, but isn't that that little video what it's all about?
0: No, 100%. And and the the thing about that one was, and I don't share anything within home for, multiple reasons that that one is private but you asked me you know about it and I I didn't know what was going on number one what what they were doing um and I didn't see that video until two days ago because you know Alyssa sends it to me straight away but it just gets lost in the the flood of things right and it wasn't until two days ago where I was going back through what Alyssa had sent me and I'd seen uh, two of the videos there. And I was like, Oh, what are these? And I watched the whole thing again. And it was like, and I said oh, wow. to you, I was like, I don't know. They're probably sitting on the couch, you know? And I was like, saw that. And then, you know, you can feel Mum's like pure, like she doesn't, you know, she's very soft-spoken, not quiet, but soft-spoken, but she's up and about. And <laughs> it was like, it, it really was, you know, Watching that again, like flood works, tears starts rolling again.
1: Do you know you yeah. have that power? Like it's a superpower that anytime you do anything, everyone cries. So that video, we I think everyone's already told you, like, okay, now we cried again. Do you know what I mean? And it's just I hope you're happy, okay? What? Because it's not just you, it's everyone <laughs> that's crying.
0: I didn't even know what to do after I said that. That's why I walked away. And then after I was like, oh, that was a bit rude. I just walked away and didn't even like safe. You know, I just was like, yeah, I've got to get out
1: of here. Oh, I knew exactly where you were at, but is it okay? Can I just, like, wrap up this time around? Like, I just, no. <laughs> I actually thought it was real. I knew why you walked up because I thought he's going to lose it. It's for the best. And I thought I didn't get to ask him about his actual performance. Oh, he's not even going to care because you know what you'll do. Yeah. Even though you had this ridiculous performance, you'll just say it's a team effort anyway, and that's what you're about. And that's why everyone loves you. Um, I know me too well. I, well, so I um was FaceTiming earlier. Um, with my family, my two nephews, Harry and Flynn, who were just bored and just not really paying attention to me as usual. And I said, listen, guys, I've got to go. Um, I was talking to my mum and I said, I'm interviewing Paddy Mills. And they both went, huh, what? what? And I went, sorry, I didn't know you were in the room. Is that Harry? I didn't know you were in the room. And I like, as so mum put the phone on him and he's like, well, well I, hang on. Can we talk to him? I said, no, no, you can't, but it's nice to know you're there. Awesome. Thanks for saying hello. I said, well, say hi, say hi. And they're, you know, they're, they're young and they, they play basketball, you know, in the um, central coast in New South Wales. And they. I just, the reaction just got me, you know, I, I felt proud and excited and stuff. And
0: mostly because awesome. I just
1: finally impressed them, but it just, you know, it just, <laughs> <told me more. laughs> They, we'll tell um, them I said you know, hello. Then I, I most definitely will. That will make their day. Um, my nephew Harry's got a heap of those at uh, those NBA jerseys with different names. But now it's Mills. Now it's Paddy Mills. Um, can you tell us about the different jerseys behind you, and then what's going on?
0: Yeah. Well, obviously got not much else to do, so I thought I was like gonna decor- redecorate the room just to make it feel a little bit um homely. Um, we've got the yellow one here that um we wore for our exhibition games um obviously the olympic one and this one we got um given on our culture night cultural night when we um got presented the jersey the akubra um it was kind of like part of our um i guess traditions um and that one was kind of like an ode can you see it, all right? Do I need to push this back yeah. more or up or what? I
1: can see a lot. Um, of, oh, okay. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, it was kind of like our ode back to the um, 1964 Tokyo Boomers team when they had white jersey. Like we've never had white jerseys um, before, at least me, you know. So ha- having a white jersey and being able to um, present that to the team, that was like pretty special. Just connecting the past. Um, but everything that I have here is is what I had um, in my room in Tokyo, um, and then I even brought I even brought a lot of it to to uh, uh, to have in the locker room in my locker in that last game. So um, I had I had a lot of it there too. But the flags, these three flags that I have here, um, they were the flags that hung over our balcony in the village. The flags were kind of like, uh, became a a team tradition for us to, I'd done it in Beijing for the first time, but it became a tradition where it was like a flag raising ceremony for us, you know, and get the boys involved to um, hang them up. And then we'd done it in London, we'd done it in Rio. And then um, in, in Tokyo, I felt like I didn't even need my flags because the flags were Everywhere else around around the building, but we still done it anyway, and and had the boys involved with it, which was pretty cool. I think not only for me, but for the others too. This is slipping. Sorry.
1: Oh yeah, no, you're right. It's funny. All the stuff. This is my computer sitting on a puzzle box, and it's got like a yeah. vase behind. it. It's very high. Nice. Make makeshift. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What? So, I was in the stadium that. Um you know for the opening ceremony and you, you and Kate walking out does that feel like yesterday or a million years ago or have you thought do you reflect on that because obviously the boomers journey was you know the pinnacle mate well actually you could tell me that but do you have you managed to process that that
0: moment? that one that one right now is a little bit harder for me to um reflect on and I don't know if it's because of the bronze medal or not but um, when I think back to it, um, you know, and, and really sit down and, and I start to feel what I felt at that point in time, um, that one is, that one is, yeah, I, I, I'll struggle to find words for that for mm-hmm. some time. Um, but I think the power of what that message sent to have myself and Kate as flag bearers, sharing that moment, walking out, having um, the athletes and officials behind us, like in, in so many different levels and layers, like that one was special. Um, and I think, are we on? Are we going? Yeah. We are? Like, is this real? Yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah. sorry, I thought this is me, which is good because this is how I feel when I speak to you. No, it, I get it it's but
1: yeah did you you see a photo of um you in front and Kate taking a photo of you and then the whole team behind you
0: I did I did see that oh
1: my god it just yeah to me that was that was that was that was my that was yeah. yeah
0: but but you know what I mean like the um I think where our country is and where our country is going and the um, the way that our country in, embraces things, that, you know, moment in time for both of us, I think um, is, is very important, is very special, is very unique. It, it's, it's the Olympics, it's, it's unity, it's coming together, it's embracing Australian culture. Um, and I think everything about what me and Kate were able to do at that point in time um, and how we both felt with each other. We were both felt empowered from, from each other's company, um, you know, standing next to each other that um, you can, you can unpack this thing for days. And I think it will make an impact on a lot of people.
1: Did you just a, a side note? Did you, I don't know, I've got, well, cause of you I got inspired and I put a flag up. Did you see a flag an Aussie flag flying when you came out the tunnel, like um, someone to the side I don't know. It might I be did. a blur for you. Oh, so that no, was that was yeah. Jane, that was Jane who um is you, you actually might have met her uh, many moons ago when you came in for interviews pre-COVID. Um, she's a legend, but she was down there and um she had a bunch of flags and I nicked that one off her. But that's that oh, was nice. that flag that she she was waving. And she was just so excited because I know she ran down there because I think she was doing what echoing what all of us were feeling. It's an empty stadium, but we wanted you guys to know, and she wanted you to know that you know, there were people that were there, was, you guys. It was in
0: the tunnel, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a little kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just all the, the little things that are the special moments. And I think um, you would have heard this a lot. There's just no better. Yourself and Kate, you know that people always complain about certain decisions. Um, that's, that's the one thing I can think of that absolutely everybody loved and all your fellow Aussie teammates, oh, well, not not just the boomers. I mean, the Australian, Olymp- Australian Olympic team everyone was on board. Everyone couldn't be more proud to be represented by you two.
0: That's that's what I mean. Like that that point in time, it was just like this, it, it felt it, I felt it, she felt it, of this mm. unity, unification of like everyone coming together for it. I was like, that's what we, uh, that, that gets me <laughs> gone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And, you know, again on flags, you've been big on using different flags because to represent all the different flags that represent you you've never been shy in, in displaying them I know you, d- you did that in the NBA didn't you when you guys won the championship and you, you know um it was the Torres Strait Islander, a, a, um flag I think and then you obviously you know the other two that that you, you bring out a lot as well I think it's a um you must know it's making a big impact you know for younger generations who it's you're allowed to be proud now maybe in the past I don't know, your experiences will, you know, dictate what you say here, but um, maybe have many kids haven't felt they're allowed to be proud, you know? But I think you're spearheading that change.
0: Yeah, well, I think to start with, um, they're the official flags of Australia, number one. Um, and number two, it, it's it's all a part of my identity. And when you're on that um, um when you're at that level, especially that international level, they're the things that um, people can relate you to. You know what I mean? Like I think being able to then take a layer off the um, first part of being Australian and say, you know, this is who he really is. And I think um, being away from Australia and being on the other side of the world, that has really taught me about how do I, how do I describe myself to people so that they would understand? And you have stereotypes that, you know, Americans know Australian as, right? And it's like, keep going a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. I'm ruining my uh, my decoration here, but um, keep going a little bit deeper. And and then you'll you you'll get there. And I think it it's taken me you know a long time to be able to nail this part. But at the end of the day, the the, the flags are a piece of your identity, um, and that's where you can start. Um, and and it can be seen, especially when the the flags are there. But but like I always say, like it's not only my identity. This is Australia's identity. It's Australian culture, all of it together as one. And I think you know, the the very special part of it is that we, we finally got on the podium, we finally got an Olympic medal and we represented everyone in, in Australia by having all these, um, the three flags up there and and who was up there as well, from me to Joe to Duop Reef to Matisse Stiebel and Josh Green, like, you know what I mean? I think um, it, it was a very moving moment um, w- with all of that, especially um, for us.
1: Um, I promise I will get to the boomers, but I just wanted to. I've spoken to you a little while ago, a long time ago, pre, you know, when we thought it wasn't was going to be last year, the Olympics. Um, but just, you know, I wanted to just ask about why you've always been motivated it seems to want to make a difference and i know your your parents are um i know they're a big reason as why as to why can you just um for people who don't or may not know just explain why you've been so passionate and so motivated to be this person and to do the things that you've done and to give back when you didn't necessarily have to your whole life and that your role and your parents role in that
0: yeah um well, I think for starters, um it's it's natural, it becomes natural because it is who I am, it is um who my family are, who we are culturally. Um, it's the sense of community and understanding how to look after community by doing your part. Um, so nothing is ever force fed when it comes to that. Um and then on top of that, I do gain a lot of inspiration from my community, from, um, you know, seeing and constantly being connected um, to my culture and to my family. And being overseas for sure helps me with that because now I'm trying to find little ways of, of being connected and staying connected. Um, that's that part two has helped me be away, um, you know, for for a long period of time now. But um, I think to to answer your question, um, that part of me and my family, that part has never changed because that is who we are. I think other people are just um, becoming to to realise that and understand that. But there's a there's a driving force there. It's 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 culture too. It's it's all the values that I've been brought up through Mum and Dad because of our culture and and because of the Aboriginal culture, the Torres Strait Islander culture, the Australian culture as one. Um, and and then the the sporting journey is as well. Um, but I think I think giving back is 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 that part that I I gain a lot of inspiration, a lot of motivation, a lot of determination because it just creates meaning um, for me and what I do. You know, when when times do get tough, it's like you you go there straight away. You think about you know, it's, it's not only about yourself and then when you're doing this thing. And I think that was the difference maker that carried me um, in the end in this in this. Um, you know, last game against Slovenia, it was like, you know, you, you, just, you just have a flash of, like, all the communities that you visit and all the things that you, you give back. the the fires, you remember the, the two old ladies that were by the, the fruit stand when you're driving by, going to make their day by, you know, cleaning out the, the peaches for them or you go and, the, you know, remember the smiles on the little kids' faces because they finally got clean drinking water um to the old you know aunties and uncles up in the in the torres strait that no words have been said and just tears are flowing just because of the presence that you have by just being there you know it's like that type of stuff you know makes me want to achieve more and and will continue to do so um but at the end of the day like that's how it's always been
1: yeah and i um I Probably wanted to just go over it a bit I, because you, I know you're um mates with my colleague Maddie Carmichael as well. And we were talking about you, um, in the, the day after the game. And because you know, a lot of people are obviously already big fans, but we just felt like after that game, it was like the secret was out for anyone who didn't really or who maybe didn't get it or know what you're about, the whole country knows what you're about now so I you just sort of I feel a bit passionate about kind of trying to explain to people it's not just right now it's not the past couple of years this is something that you know you and your family um you've been like your entire lives and and um the example you you mentioned the fires was it it was last year it's all a blur you pretty much snuck in and and just got to work didn't you and didn't really want anyone to know what was that like you went down south didn't you was that is that right
0: yeah yeah went down um South coast of, of, New South Wales. And, and, you know, again, like when you, when you, you understand your values and you, you know, you, you do things for certain reasons, not for other reasons. Right. And, and that was exactly that. It was like, no, something needed to get done. Um, and it's not about showing it off. It's like, no, no, there's actually work that needs to get done here. So let's get in, do it. So you're watching on the TV at out. home or something?
1: like you're in the u.s and you just like and you just kind of said we've got to do something is that what happened there
0: yeah yeah i mean this is during the the nba season so you know now it's oh sorry that's me (laughs) my cousin's calling me Um, (laughs) um you know watching it unfold the flyers um you know over the course of what was happening and um the helpless feeling of being like, you know, we're, we're over here on the other side of the world. We can't, we feel like we can't do anything. And that's when I started to go to the social, my social media and start to just get the word out about how bad it is for my following of people in, in America. Um, and then I remember um, looking at Alyssa and Alyssa looked, looked at me and all-star breaks coming up. And that's our one time throughout the whole year that we can have a, a, a few days break just to shut it down. And she looked at me and she's like, nah, we, we got to go back and we got to try and make something happen. And then straight away, it was like, boom, on it. So Alyssa's mm-hmm. the part of, in this whole story that um, you know probably doesn't get spoken about enough, but little things like that, where she says, nah, we got to go. And I'm like, yep, you're right. We're on it. Let's go. And we started to get to work.
1: You two are a great team in that regard, clearly
0: yeah i that this this will make me tear up but she's yeah will be my forever my my best teammate and you know really makes everything go like everything that everyone sees here like she's a part of absolutely every every little thing even this setup this isn't you know i only know about this is because she she does it you know yeah so, yeah. yeah,
1: and 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 when we spoke before the game, she was in quarantine and about to go join your parents. So yeah, it's just clearly a very very tight knit unit. Okay, and your parents are really cute. I know we we did a couple of interviews. I know um, some of the guys spoke to them ahead of the um, ahead of the opening ceremony, and yeah, that that's the feedback. They, they're really sweet people. <laughs> so I hope they are okay um, having a chat with everyone because we loved it.
0: Oh, good. No, they love um, it.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah with, with, just tell us um at home so in Australia you saw that footage of the three of them did you get much obviously I don't mean shovels or anything but like um much feedback of you know your people your friends your family that were just together watching did you did you get all that kind of oh, stuff oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. those are the ones I've kind of um kept kept to myself but I mean just seeing like seeing the family up in the Torres Strait, um, you know, and and their setup, how they were watching the game, you know, it was like big extension cords, TV on top of the esky, you know, on the sand where the palm trees are in the back, late at night, obviously dark and just, you know, and and that's what it is. That's what it was like growing up. So to be able to see that um, straight away, you know, again, tied me back to, to how it was when when I was watching, but um, you know those family moments there, um, th- those ones are, those ones are special because um, um, you know it, it is different. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, no, that's oh, yeah, um, that's beautiful. Um, so, all right, maybe okay. We'll get to the Olympics now. I'll, I'll stop sidetracking. <laughs> the things that I get sidetracked by. Um, that interview that you and I did. I don't think I've ever received more. Um, messages or you know feedback or any of that any of that sort of stuff Um, because so yeah I've never my phone just went nuts and for ages and anytime I speak to someone now if I have to call someone that's the first thing they they say every single time Um, and I think it's because well it's you know it's because it just made everyone so emotional such a spectacular moment Um, how did you obviously that's because of you but how did you Compose yourself the way you did to articulate the way you did. Um, I guess the messages that you got across after you know such a moment.
0: Well, we're we're sitting here now for the first time, and you're asking me this. I don't know what I've said. I, I, I know I've said the last bit about <laughs> taking that. the medal home yeah. and all of that, but that was the one that I do remember. But other than that, I don't I don't know what I said. But. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can tell tell me. Maybe you can answer that I don't part. Know.
1: I can't remember either. <laughs> no, I do I do get it. And you know, a bit later when I was talking to Joe Ingalls, just before you jumped in, um, he said this whole thing and then he went, Oh, sorry, what was your question? I went, I don't know. I don't I actually can't remember. It's just one of those things. Um, but yeah, it, it was yeah, it was a lot of fun by that point. And it was good you guys could relax and just hug each other and just because I know there's there's a whole team just you guys went, I guess, you know, piece by piece putting this team together, not just on um, on court, but the backroom stuff. and you got, you know, Gorge back, but it wasn't just him. Can you just explain to us, exact, for those who don't know exactly, you know, who you guys got involved for this journey?
0: Yeah, well, of course. Um, so me and Joe um, being there in Beijing at the 2008 Olympics, um, coached by Brian Gorgian. Um, and that was our, our first Olympic experience. Um, both of us were a part of the team, um, you know, in, in the years leading up to that and, and a part of the camps. But our first major tournament was the Beijing Olympics. Brian Gorgian, the coach, um, and Matt Nielsen, the, the captain. Um, and even before that, um, as well you had Jason Smith who was who was part of that um, leadership group um, as well before he got um, injured as, as a captain so now um, you know and, and and thinking back on it as well um, Jason Smith um, and Sam McKinnon were two captain leadership people that were um, injured Right before we were leaving to Beijing, so they were they were ruled out. Um, so now that was our first um, major tournament experience. So um, now from that point, you you go through the you know the years and the the experiences and and what we're trying to achieve here, um, and to get to this point now where. Now you have Brian Gordon who's been removed from this thing for twelve years um, now he comes back into the group um, he now brings Matt Nielsen back into the group as as an assistant coach um, and then Matt nielsen goes and and gets the other old boys that are part of the boomers culture in in john Riley really and brad davis and 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 even um, you know other extended um, people in this um, in this group to be able to have um, the the group have that passion that everyone is is still working for this same goal as they were back when they they're playing. So we had a lot of um, boomer old heads that were around. Jason Smith is now back into the group, and um, it just created this. Um, this vibe of um, yes, old and experienced from before. Now me and Joe and and obviously Bainsy and and Deli as well. But now with this younger crew of people that are coming in with the with the Josh Greens and the Duop Wreaths um, and, and Matisse Thiebel as a as a younger player too. Um, I, I can't I can't explain. Um, enough how well this group connected together on levels that even I struggle to to fathom sometimes because we are from all over the place. But for whatever reason, we come together because of our culture and just unbelievably gelled in a short amount of time um, that you know uh, you know this this group was just different for for many different reasons um and i think it's what got us over the line in the end
1: the thing is um you know that term in australia that that no dickhead policy for one of a better term i don't know how else to put it, it it's a you know it's a figure of speech and it's a crude way of putting it but you guys a lot of you are from the big 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 time and i firmly believe you know there's no excuse to not be you know a good human but you know, when people go, oh, and they're actually, she's actually really nice, um, even though she's really some big celebrity. Well, so you should be fine. But you guys, a lot of you are literally at the absolute big time and could be not as um, like good as you all are. I don't know. It's something, it seems like when you guys come together, there's zero egos and everyone buys in. Um, I interviewed Dante after the first game and I said, "What's?" he was obviously emotional to be back playing and everything. But I said, what's it like? And he just, he just, he had his moment, you know, an emotional moment. He said, I can't explain. I can't just, we all yeah. just want to be here. Everyone's so happy. I can't, I can't find the words, you know? Um, yeah. And they could be the odd. And it's just, it seems no negativity. There's, you know what I mean? Just everything's positive and everyone buys in. And you've kind of said that, but it's like you guys, There could, you know, there's a window for that to be a possibility. It just doesn't seem to be there.
0: And and I think that's what's always been a part of this um. Legacy, uh, I guess, in this feeling of you—you you can't describe it when you walk into to the gym, um, and then what this group was able to do was just kind of build upon what has already been set for sixty-five years, um, and 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 bunch all of that up together in a ball. And, uh, and buy into it. And I think that's really the most important part about this whole thing is that this group was able to do that. Every single person on this team, players, coaching staff, staff, everyone bought in on, on this. And when you talk about the longevity of our program and where, you, where we want to see our program get to as international powerhouses and, and winning this is where it's all happened and and you know i think that's where all the credit has to go to 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 those type of people who just bought in so you know now when you talk about our our values of of pride and and mateship and you know consistent connection and being able to protect all of that stuff um protect that preserve that boomer's legacy i think that that's when this thing really really hits the core you know
1: yeah there just seems to be so much respect um, from everyone involved you know yourself the players um, former players. Brian Gorgian in his interview afterwards he just it just didn't want to have a bar of any credit for himself of course and he just um, the one man he mentioned was Lindsay Gaze and obviously uh, you I know you would have been told Andrew Gaze who you know um, broke down himself and and spoke about you know DNA and I'm sure there are you know a lot of people across this country that felt completely moved and like they played some form of part um in I guess putting the game on the map and getting to that point that you guys got to do you feel like um do you guys feel like you're fighting's not the word but you know you're working really hard to push basketball in this country as well there's already so many fans obviously but um but you're fighting for the game you do a lot um for you know your heritage, for indigenous for a lot of people in australia let's put it that way but for the game do you guys feel like you're, you're fighting to put the game on the map in a bigger way
0: yeah that, that that's that's a good question and an interesting one too because um probably subconsciously we are without like you know um you know i don't know realizing that that we are um, but I think they probably go in hand in hand with how much we love the sport and how much we love our country and and, and put them together right and and I guess that's answering your, your question in that sense um, but our sport in this country like it, it has the ability um, to be one of the top sports you know in, in, in Australia um, and why not you know and I think the level that we have gone to as players to raise our game to now have, you know, 10 players in the NBA and, and all these players in Europe and then the, the NBL and, and what's that's done with, with, um, with Australian basketball. Like, it, it should be. Um, so hopefully this thing gets, uh, you know, o- over the line because um, th- there are a lot of boys and girls that, that play this sport uh, you know, out there in, in Australia and, you know, my program with um, IBA, Indigenous Basketball Australia, trying to help that as well and, and grow the game in, in those communities and find talent. Um, but I, I think it's all of the above to to, to, um, to be honest. I, I think, you know, now it's, it's about giving back to the sport um, and to the country that's, you know, done so much for us over our journey. Yeah.
1: Um how much are you driven by I know we've talked about this in the past but that was before everything that's happened but um, scars from the disappointments of the past say Rio was you had to wait not only four years but five years um, from you know that devastating um, moment how much do you guys get driven by that by that disappointment and, and do you think you are you past that now because of what's happened
0: um everyone's different in this sense um and i know not everyone's going to have the same answer as me but for for me um yeah i i go back and and i um i watch those things i see those things and feel those same feelings of disappointment because that fuels my fire even more and and you know it might have happened 5 years ago but then once I start diving into it, I get those same emotions that I that, that I did then, and in China, right? And and that makes me all right. This is this is what I got to do better now to make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, and, and I and I honestly feel like you know the, the preparation that I had for a very long time leading up to these specific games um, was was all to. I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm not going to let that happen again. And it's the best preparation that I've ever had in my, you know, uh, professional career, Um, both in the basketball court, in the gym, everything, everything in the kitchen, everything was just to a T. And I sat here this morning with with my coffee thinking about all those, you know, pain in the backside, little things that I was so, um, you know, locked in about that all of that was for this Olympic medal that we're, we're bringing home to Australia. And although it was annoying for me, for people back then, it was like, no, nah, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this because I'm not going to let, you know, our team and our country feel the way that we've, we've had for so long um, now. So, yeah.
1: Well, I don't want to bring any negativity to this conversation, but just on disappointment. <laughs> How how did you feel after that loss to the US? Like, how did everyone?
0: Yeah, know. There, there was for sure disappointment. Obviously, um, you know, our, our goal, our, our motto. I should. Our goal, yes, was a gold medal, and, and our motto was gold vibes only, and everything that that comes with that. But um, you know, gold vibes only. This is the standard. Nothing less than that on court, off court, you know, are you doing what you need to do at this level? If you're not, we'll then get there because we're not accepting anything less, right? That was always the, the mentality that we had of, you know, uh, taping your ankles, is this done right? Not do it again, or drinks or food, you know, e- everything. It's like, everyone's in this together. This is the standard. Um, so losing to USA, Yes, it was disappointing um, and there was disappointment there to the fact that there were tears in the locker room after the game. And this is where I'll throw, because the entire credit at this point it is totally gorge and this, what, this is what makes him great because the best speech, and in my opinion, he had three very strong um, speeches to our team. Um, and all three came after this USA game, and number one at the top of the list was what he, what he said to us in the locker room after that USA game, and this is where I felt everything that he was saying, and uh, it, it was like he just he just um, nipped it in the bud that disappointment feeling, like right then and there, so that when we walked out of the the locker room, it was like all right. You know, we're, we're on to the the next one. Um, and that takes us very special type of human in Gorge to be able to understand that, realise that and, and get that done. But everything that he, he was saying just came back to, to us as a team and, and as a culture and as Australian culture about, you know, he kept saying there's a difference between a friend and a mate, you know, talking about Australian culture. And then you look around and he's like, you know, this is what it's all about. Now, you know, head up, we're all we're all in the trenches here here together, you know. This is where we hang tough now and, and go and achieve this thing that's never been done before. So gorge throughout that moment was was really unbelievable.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinns. Wow, um, and so you get to the bronze medal match. Uh, what what was a message beforehand, just from Gord, from each other? What was the feeling like before that
0: well, match? Before what? Sorry,
1: the bronze medal match.
0: Yeah. Um, again, um, there was another speech that that happened in the village. Um, probably two that happened in the village before. You know, in preparation for this game, and and it was more along those those same lines of, um, you know, his perspective was, his perspective is unique for many different reasons, right? Um, not being born in Australia, but being Australian now, um, being a boomers coach, taking over from the the 2000 Olympics, um, not making that first qualifications for, for the world cup, um, now now being a boomers coach at, at Olympic Games, then leaving and, and not being a part of it for 12 years, now coming back, right? He's got a perspective that no one else has. Um, so when he starts to talk about um you know what what he's experienced through his own experiences and and it's a part of his identity, right? About him being Australian. So I think that was more along the lines of the difference maker between us and any other country out there is, is our togetherness, is our mateship, is our brotherhood, our, our camaraderie. That, that part is what separates us from the other countries. Yes, they jump taller, that they may be better players, this, that and the other, but that's the thing that's always going to bring us back. And in that moment in preparation for Slovenia game, that's when we needed to hear that more than anything else. And I think you just saw that throughout the entire game. It was like we, we just kept chipping away, chipping away, and everyone had, had each other's back. And it was the perfect, um, I guess, response from us as a playing group to what Gorge was, was telling us.
1: Does he have the best posture on the planet? You know, he just walks so, he's got such a distinctive walk up and down the court. And when he's kind of stalking the court and you, do you feel comfort knowing he's there, like feeling him back there? Was that just a nice feeling to have his presence there? Um, like in, you know, back in the day?
0: Well, he's one of those coaches that you feel his presence when he's in the room. Um, and you feel it when, he leaves the room he's one of those coaches that that has that um I'll give him the posture but his fingers and arms and knees and feet and all that he, he doesn't have but but definitely his his posture but um you know and, and just his um I, I won't be able to speak enough about the guy because he's he's he was absolutely incredible the, the whole time and and you know, you, you got to understand, too, like he just got thrown into this thing, you know, just come off an NBL season back. And it's like he thrown in the fire to go create history for six weeks. And the, you know what I mean? Like, so for him, you can you can imagine was tough, but um, he, he really was unbelievable as well as the rest of the, the coaching staff and the extended staff, too.
1: Yeah, you must feel like the um, the team's in a really great place. Are you, wait, are you, I know you. You've said you're going to go into to Paris. You're going to make Gorge go along as well.
0: I think those are the those are the um, moments right now. I think that everyone is reflecting because this does feel so good. But we'll definitely get to that point where um, we'll, we'll have those discussions. But um, you know, in, in answering your question, like this, this feels amazing. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't even know if, if a gold medal feels, I don't know what that feels like, but I don't know if it feels any different than what we're all feeling right now, you know, but in saying that, I mean, that's obviously the the, the goal and will continue to be the goal, um, um, you know, especially moving on to Paris.
1: Yeah. No, anyone who didn't understand what all the fuss was all about, if you know what I mean, just doesn't understand what was going on and what's been going on. Um, you guys are celebrating. Um, I'm sure you've been asked this before, but um, it was very cute. You and Greg Popovich just hugging, like you, like a dad, like you know, a second dad. Maybe it's it's just a. It looks like a very familiar position that you've been in in those hugs. But um, yeah, of course, everyone's you know emotional, but going. I wonder what they're saying to each other. You don't have to, obviously yeah. you don't have to tell me, but is there anything?
0: Oh yeah, I'll, <coughs> I'll I'll tell you this this little story because it's it's probably going to be one of my you know moments in time that I'll 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 remember forever but um we're we're living in this COVID um world of having no fans at our at our games And, and it's been like that for a long time right um even when fans started to come back in the NBA it still wasn't the same in terms of us being close to them so um you know when when you walk in the tunnel um to come out onto the court or even you know from the court going back into the locker room no matter where you go in whatever arena there's always fans that are hanging over the the railings just trying to get a you know piece of the action or yell out something to you or just have that little interaction um we haven't had that for going on two years now right so that that hasn't happened so you get used to just the going in and out but for the first time in this covid world of basketball stadiums um you know, we, we gather after the game, we're coming back out onto the court for the medal, um, ceremony and Australia, our, our team is here and I'm walking out, um, one, one of the first ones walking out and I noticed the feeling cause I've not, you know, have felt it for a long time. I noticed that there's someone hanging over the railing and I look up and it's pop like, a you know like a diehard fan that's just (laughs) it seemed like he was waiting for us to walk past so that he could have that moment and you know for me to I enjoy fan interaction in that moment but then to see that it was him like I just I didn't know what to say to him I just walked up and it was kind of an awkward position but I just remember holding his hand and just like putting it on my head like you know you're you you're a part, and he, and I think he felt a part of our victory you know through me as as well even though in a funny way he obviously beat us and and got the gold medal um but then that led to the 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 interaction um on on the court um and, and again like speaking to him after our game against him and then speaking to him on the court like I I very much feel that he was a part of this as well because of my journey and and what he's meant throughout my journey on the court, off the court. Um, So now when I speak to him, like, uh, that's all coming out of him, I I think, to the point of, like, we're both kind of getting choked up and and our voices are, uh, you know, all over the place. But um, he did... um, you know, very, it's been a few times, but he did come over and said, come on, let's take a photo. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he pulled me over to half court and, and we had a photo there together. But that was a, a very, very special um, moment. And, and you're right, you could just, you know, looking at the picture again and, um, you know, you can just feel that there's been a lot of, um, a lot of moments, um, ups and downs, all, you know, all of the above, you could just feel that that, that was in that picture and, you know, standing on the podium and seeing him over there and having, you know, tears in his eyes when we were getting our medal, you know, you could put him in a green and gold shirt and everyone would think that he's, he's Australian. Um, No, it was very, it was very special.
1: Um, one more on that night. Can you just share with us a bit about the experience? Obviously, the medals, the celebrations, you're with all your teammates, and then you guys go. I, I'm guessing obviously back to the village and did you sell well, you must have celebrated. We saw a video. I'm guessing it was from that night. I, I saw No, you,
0: you didn't see a video. Don't act like <laughs> you didn't see a video. <laughs> I got
1: sent it from Tokyo and I said, was this last night? Was it two nights? Oh, yeah, <laughs> actually it's a blur, you're right. I'll oh, just to act dumb about it.
0: um yeah again like you're hitting all the ones that are in like my top highlights of the whole deal but um you know we we took our time in the locker room just to let it all sink sink in um get on the bus so by the time that we're getting to the village now and, and it's an hour over an hour drive from the arena to the village we pull up um and and hop off the bus and immediately you know just the feeling that oh yeah it's it's late number one it's after 12 30 at night or in the morning um it's it's late it's raining it's pretty much empty this whole entire village because it's one of the last days to go before the end um we were just so in our own little um, portal is what we we always called it. We were, we were in our own portal. We had the speaker with the music blasting Australian um, music, obviously from the playlist that um, you don't know about. Um, infamous
1: playlist. You know why everyone asks you? Because everyone loves a mixtape. So everyone's curious. They just want to know, like, what have they got on there? And then you get all mysterious <laughs> and then you just want to know more. You're like, why is it the mystery? But fair enough. <laughs>
0: I think that, like, when I feel everyone like eagerly wanting more, then I'm like, oh, okay, and I, <laughs> I pull back even more. But um, we're, we're walking down the, you know, through the security. It's raining, you know. Everyone's like, oh, my medal's getting wet. Like, you know, rain on it. We don't, you know, this is in, soak it up, enjoying it. Um, Ian Chesterman meets us at um, the security, and that's when I kind of came out of my portal for a second. I was like, oh. Chesto, like, awesome to see. Like, thanks for, you know. I'm like, it's late. Thanks for staying up to welcome us back. He's got his little hoodie on to keep from the rain. Um, and then we kind of kept walking. So again, walking in our little portal. I think we had a Yothu Yindi song playing at the time, and we're walking down the 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 footpath, the street, um, in our own little little portal. Um, and then all of like late empty um raining and then all of a sudden like we we just forget that where we are we forget who's around and then all of a sudden we walk around the corner and there's the entire rest of the Australian team at the bottom of our building just in uproars and you know like fist pumping the air and it was like whoa what what do we just walk into like you know when you think back like I didn't know what I was even going to do when I got back to the, like, was I going to my room and just, you know, I don't know what, but then to walk into that and just be like, you know, the water polo girls, the beach volleyballers, the, um, you know, like everyone was just down there, the officials even, and they just welcomed us back to the, an unbelievable roar of just emotions. And we walked in and walked through the little, you know, tunnel that they gave us. And I remember, I was Me and Joe were the first ones and we walked through the the front and, you know, amazing. And then walked into the building and then all the lights are turned off, obviously, because now it's almost one o'clock. And then we were like, wait, where are we going? Let's go back out there with with them. So we got back out there and we just hung downstairs of that building until, you know, all hours of the morning. But um, really, really special. I think that was the moment where, yes, where we, we were with other people. Um, which was un- unbelievable, but that was a time where that team could really enjoy the moment together, knowing that there was other Australians around that were also appreciating what we were, you know, doing in that moment. Um, and I think that's really an, an a really underestimated part of Australian culture almost, you know, where people know what it means, you know, when you're, singing um I want to have a beer with Duncan or you know every other (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I love that choice of song it's hilarious
0: (laughs) oh that one that one was on the daily and Matisse Stiebel knows every word to that song he's in the back of um one of the videos that I I put up but he's uh yeah he's fully in yeah
1: yeah yeah that's that's a classic um what what
0: was it like when you guys all said bye to each other? Um, almost like we hadn't because it was just such a natural, it's like we'll be back again kind of thing. Like this is amazing. But, and, and that, need, that didn't need to be said. That was just the feeling of like, you know, we'll see you again. We, we come back to this, this thing. Um, so that was kind of special. Oops. Low battery. Mel's talking too much. Oh, yeah,
1: that's my fault. I, I won't keep, I'll keep you much longer. Um, quick one just on the, the younger teammates. Was there a lot of talk uh, like you and, and Joe Deli, those sort of guys, are you Aaron, um, I guess, mentors to these youngsters? Um, do they come to you for a lot of advice Um Basketball,
0: boomers, NBA, all that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, for sure. But also I think, um, you know, we we all have our different ways of of that, you know, whether it's conversations, whether it's actions, um, whether it's seeing how we go about things. Um, I think all of the above and that's where, you know, I'm different to Joe and Joe's different to Bainsey and Bain, you know, but then you put all of us together and now you add Gorge and now you add Matt Nielsen, you know, and that kind of crew, And now it's like the young boys are just like, I feel just eyes open, you know, so, um, but, but obviously conversations with them. And, and again, and, and this is advice that I always give to, to any young person that's trying to achieve, um, Anything, not just sports, but for for them, for, for Josh Green, for Josh Giddy, um, for for Matisse, for for Duo, um, you know, even the Nathan Sobies and Nick Kays, It was like, let's let's hone in on this culture thing, and let's let's all feel it together. Like, let's really feel it together. Um, and then we start the traditions about the Akubras the and about the, the, the meanings of being a boomer and tying it back to Tokyo and um, the connection with each other and, and um, legacies and, and elite, you know, environment to make, you know, it, it a home place for us. Like the boomers is a home place for us, no matter if you're playing in Europe, America, you know, when we all come together, that's our home place. Um, and I think when when they started to feel that, um, that's when the Aussie comes out of you. And and Matisse Thibault hasn't had that for a very long time. But when he started to feel all this, now you know, now all of those memories and times are coming out of him. So I think that again, it, it's they're called core values for a reason. But that is the core and the foundation of our team. Um, And I think that was the most important part for these young boys to see, because at the end of the day, they're the next ones that are going to carry this thing onwards and and upwards. Um, But then, you know, like I always say, if you can understand that part first, then that's going to make you, um, you know, work hard and, and get that work ethic that you need to to practice and play and 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 do your job you know how it needs to be done at an elite level
1: um I think I took a lot of photos that night and I think my favorite one is Dante sitting on a chair with his head in his hands like this and Matisse is just holding his wrist and it's like they're both shaking and they're just like heads heads together and everything and it's just I thought they'll never forget that moment
0: for sure and and like like that—that that is an unbelievable picture to see because it is Dante and it, and because it is Matisse. You know, it, it's not um, anyone else. It's it's those two that are having that moment for for Australia. You know, uh, for for me, that's how I felt. Anyway, it was a very yeah. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Um, I know you're not focusing much on what you got to do back in the states, but it's a very big deal. It's a very exciting. This massive move of yours um to Brooklyn congratulations um have Thank you given you. that any have you been able to anything obviously I know you met you know a little known teammate future teammate of yours
0: um yeah which teammate's that you're talking about
1: you got it, Kevin
0: oh the tall guy the tall <laughs> one I love to have a beer with Kev um <laughs> yeah like obviously that's all that stuff need, needed to be done and, and I think this is a part of um me just trying to take um, take in what we've what we've all accomplished here for Australia that um, you know and, it's a and massive, do things big
1: move congratulations it, I don't think no nah, thanks
0: it thanks it, it it is a big and, and I do feel that as well and I think that I'm going to get to the point where you know, once I have the moments with my family that, that I need to have about this, I'll be able to move on to, you know, say what I want to say about San Antonio um, and, and have that goodbye moment, I guess. Um, and then be able to, you know, enter into Brooklyn or, or have that moment about entering this new chapter and space um, with Brooklyn. And I think... If I say anything about either of those two um before i'm I'm done with you know this stuff then it won't do any of it justice and I think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that because it it has been working so far, so far <laughs>
1: <laughs> no that that yeah that's fair enough as well um Okay, well, I will. You will be shocked to know I am going to leave you alone. But I, but we're going to end it on the same note because you said, which killed everyone. Because I know I get it. I w- before that game, I had this moment where I went, I just if mum or dad or my sister or my nephews watching and they say we saw you do this, like that's I don't just I don't care about anything else. And then you said what you said about your medal and mum and dad's, and again everyone just lost it. But how excited are you to obviously get out of quarantine, but get to where they are and, and, and give it to them. How, how excited yeah. are you to see wife and to go mum and dad, we did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. You, you'll make me, uh, you know, that voice, you know, when I, cause you've been in it a couple of times now, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's like, prized possession that we've been after for, for so long in an Olympic medal. And it's like, here I am now. It's like, she, you know, she's in the country. She looks good in the country, but she's still in quarantine. Um, Rosie I'm speaking about, by the way, Rosie Rose gold. Um, <laughs> I figured, I I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really looking forward to however this plays out, but e- either way, it's going to be, it's going to be very special. Um, um yeah it's one of those things like whatever happens just be in the moment and just take it all in kind of thing
1: okay well she's no mrs mills but rosie and you look pretty good together can i just
0: (laughs) she does Uh, look good in australia I'll, i'll tell you that
1: well i hope i know as we say you're you're private but i hope you you know just yeah, post a photo or something and let us see because I know that's everyone, yeah, everyone can relate to what you said and they want to see where it's hanging at mum and dad's place. So if you feel like it, feel free. Um, Thank uh, you so yeah, for the chat.
0: This is the name of our playlist right
1: here. gold Vibes Only, Patrick Mills, updated Saturday. Oh, I love it. it? Oh, I, see you. I was like, oh, can I sneak a look at some of the... Yeah, okay. Please? Some of the songs.
0: See. There you go. That's what I do. Give you just a little taste there.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, brilliant. Okay. Well, um, I am going to leave you alone. I promise to never leave you for this like take up this much amount of your time, but it's been a real pleasure. Do you do you have like a treadmill or anything? Are you keeping active?
0: Are you kidding? I couldn't breathe on the court in the last quarter of the (laughs) of the game. And you're here trying to ask me questions that I still couldn't have didn't have oxygen to do. So no, there's not a treadmill in my quarantine room. (laughs) I
1: deserve that. I deserve <laughs> that. You probably just deserve a beer and sit on the couch and just leave me alone.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you're nah, an elite just athlete. Let letting the letting the body. Uh, yeah, it's it deserves so much time off right here in quarantine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you you guys deserve that moment, that medal, um, and you just sort of have the ball for the last few seconds. So congratulations on all of it. It yeah. Thank well, thanks you. Thanks for letting it in, as you do.
0: Thank you.